No. If you were a genius, you would have technically Take done it before. Take two. Attempt number two. Yeah. I hope they can hear you on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tough, tough. I love God, right? I, I think they will. But your audio sounds immaculate after the second attempt of trying to start the damn show and make, making us waste more time and watch this amazing Thursday night football action that we have up ahead. Again, I'm Robbie. That's Kyle. Uh, this is take two for Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well as Twitch. But it seems like the only people who uh, view in here were my father and TJ. So welcome. Uh, so do you know what part of Florida got like absolutely shit on by this hurricane? Tampa? No, it actually avoided uh-huh. Tampa. Like Tampa was supposed to be the town that was going to get it the worst. It ended up being Fort Myers. And what town does my father and TJ live in? Fort Myers. Fort Myers. They had a. Um, they went over to Homestead, which is like a couple towns up ahead of uh, Miami. And I'm sure you've seen all the footage of Fort Myers, Naples. Hell, even Orlando. Did you see like Disney World's completely like flooded? I did not. So I went to Epcot last year in July. Put it like this. I, I think the water probably be up to my shins to my knees. Damn. Just wandering around. Yeah. Just wandering around. I mean, this hurricane, I mean, pray for everybody going that's down there in Florida. I have some family that got hit by it. I got some family who just missed it. But, man, I mean, we're probably going to end up getting, like, some of that leftover rain at some point. So, I mean, I guess it helps with our drought. But, holy shit. I mean, I tell you. Yeah, it was not good. (laughs) No, and I I wonder. um, I saw the Gators were attempting to um, move their game to Sunday. Instead of playing it on Saturday, I wonder if that's still in effect. I know there's, uh, I think Fort Myers had a 48-hour curfew, so people weren't allowed to leave or come in for 48 hours. I think that ends on Friday, and then my grandma told me that Ormond Beach has a 24-hour one, and that'll end tomorrow morning at some point. This hurricane, man, it was no joke. You went wrong. Most hurricanes aren't jokes. <laughs> when am I ever wrong, though, Kyle? That that's the question I have for you. When am I ever wrong? I'm always right. I'm technically four more t- uh, four more times you're wrong than I have been recently. Right now? Any chance? Very lightly. God damn it! I'm still working out this goddamn board. I'm trying to find the mute button. Anyway, yeah, there was. A, did you see the video of the sharks swimming on the street of Fort Myers? I did. My and mom did you, uh, like, tagged me in it. Recent one I saw was like the uh, manatee was like crawling on the streets of oh Florida. yeah it was like yeah kind of like wiggling doing like something mm-hmm. like that around mm-hmm. yeah that was funny i mean you know my dad's worried if he has a condo i mean what kind of agreeing would it be if he just opened up the door all this water came out and then he just saw an alligator right there like <sighs> you know, he accept death at that point <laughs> i i would give tj 50 bucks to pet an alligator if it was right there in the house 50 bucks a low price probably but I don't know. I feel like that's kind of high. Well, you know, the fact that there's a decent chance of death, you know. Anyways, so recapping our week three picks, Kyle, you were up by four games after week two. You were 18, 12 and one, and I was 14, 16 and one. Mm-hmm. By God, do I love that 500 mark? Because once again, I went eight and eight. It brings my <laughs> record to 22, 24 and one. And I almost could have went nine and seven. I took the Chargers to win on a game-winning field goal against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Little do we know that the Jaguars are going to beat them 38 to 10. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was a shocker. I 
what's a bigger shock? The blowout, even though like we knew what was going on with Herbert's ribs, is that more surprising than the Colts defending home turf against the Kansas City Chiefs? Which one's the bigger upset in your eyes? I would say the the Colts game because you didn't know Herbert was hurt. You just didn't know how much it was going to affect him. It was surprising that how bad did they get beat. But yeah, definitely the Colts beating the Chiefs because the Colts look like trash before they played the, the Chiefs. Well, I mean, the Chargers really got a real shit end of the stick now. And anybody that picked the Chargers to win the AFC West could probably just kiss that goodbye. Rashawn Slater, left tackle, out for the year. Joey Bosa, it's looking like he might miss the rest of the year. Uh-huh. Keenan Allen's been dealing with hamstring injuries. Herbert with the ribs. To yeah. me, I, I, think, I, 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 I had I them would, as a deuce, dude. I would <laughs> agree with you of um, the Colts being the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are favored by like four or five points, and I get that it's home turf, but through these first two, the, the first two games prior to their third game, there was nothing impressive. Matthew Ryan, it was honestly, I would say the Chiefs beat themselves more than the Colts beat the Chiefs. And I love that I it showed saw on the sidelines. Yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. It showed on the sidelines when you see your O senior quarterback going at it. That's a problem. Oh, yeah. And then you have LaShawn McCoy, a former um, Kansas City Chief, coming to the defense of Patrick Mahomes about Eric Bieniemy. This guy's been a target during head coach signings when. It's that time of the year for those who are fired and the teams need to find the head coach. It's always him and Byron Leftwich like popping up as immediate candidates. Maybe in these interviews, maybe that's why I don't know. Maybe that's why they haven't brought him in as a head coach. There might be some deficiencies. Who knows? Yeah, at least a little little questions there. After the what Lashawn McCoy said. You remember specifically what he said? I don't remember ex- exactly, but I did. I did. Uh, I did see. I did see it though. But he was not a fan of his. But if I remember right, didn't seem like it. Didn't <laughs> seem like it one bit. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So you went six and ten. Mm. You are now twenty four, twenty two, and one. I am twenty two, twenty four, and one. I gained two games on you through week three. And we got 15 more weeks of this, Kyle. It's going to be. And I I propose a proposition for you, a proposition. Okay. Let's say somehow, some way we go 16 and 0. I've only gone 16 and 0 once ever in my life. Right when I was like getting out of high school, my uncle's uh, company used to do the weekly picks, not a survivor pool, the weekly picks. And Uh I got everything right. Someone I faced off, I think, had like the Monday night game wrong. So I won. I won the whole pool. I am proposing if you go 16 0, or if I go 16 and 0, 50 bucks to the person. And sure. what we can do is it doesn't have to be immediately that week because we have all the way to week 18. So we'll hold on to that 16 and 0, and then whoever gets it the most or even gets it once, let alone. Gets that pool. Sounds the, good. The total pool. So like you can that. you can you can go fifty. You can go sixteen and 0, three weeks in a row, and I can go one week. That's two hundred dollars. If I beat you in every single pick of the regular season all the way to the end, I get two hundred dollars, and you get zilch. Are we doing that on top of the? Uh, yes. Uh, of yes. The jersey. Okay. Yes. 
Okay, I mean, that, that's, that. a hell, that's a hell of a pool right there. You get you get a two hundred dollar jersey because and for God's sakes, I mean, all these the NBA and I wanted to get an Austin yeah. Matthews jersey thinking it wasn't going to be that. Expensive. It's like three hundred dollars. I told Zach, oh. I'm like, what the hell is like? This is the NHL three hundred dollars. NHL stuff feels like it's typically more expensive than NFL stuff. Like I was looking at um, in MLB. Yeah, I was looking at some of it was like on NHL.com last uh, last year. It was like um almost like a jacket that looked like it was or like a hoodie that was kind of like a it was like a Patrice Bergeron almost like jersey and it was a weird comp. I would have to show you it. But it was really expensive. I was just like, God damn. And so I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, I saw cross, the price cross that, that off like, of the uh Okay, maybe if I hit the lottery or if my job gives me a significant pay raise. <laughs> sure. So, do you want to get right into our week four picks, Kyle? We got Thursday night football tonight. We have the undefeated Miami Dolphins on the road in Cincinnati as the, Red, the Reds, holy shit, as the Bengals pick up their first victory of the season in New York against the Jets. Joe Burrow, the Bengals' offensive line has clearly let this guy down. The Miami's defense has been thriving. My question to you is Melvin Ingram playing this game. Do you know? I know he was on the report on Tuesday when I looked at it as just a non-participant. So I would imagine that he's playing. Uh, let me take a look real quick because off the top of my head, I do not know. Uh, it says nothing. It says nothing on like the ESPN. Do you see what the Bengals are wearing today? The all white. I, I, I saw what they're supposed to wear, bro. But- Look, I've not actually watched. I can make this quick. Can you see that well? Decently, dude. Not it, bad. It's it's all white out. You know, picture their regular helmet colors. It's all white out, and then the the claw, the scratch mark mm-hmm. is black. Nice, pretty nice. Just my camera. I did this just for you, Kyle. I don't get enough appreciation for the things I sacrificed for you, <laughs> goddammit. Eat my ass. All right. Thursday night football is tonight. Kyle, I'll let you go first. What do you got? Who's winning and why? I got the Dolphins beating the Bengals 33-25. Pretty high-scoring game. I feel like because with – the offensive line obviously is so clearly a problem that has not been fixed. If anything, somehow it managed to get worse, even though they the bangles, did try to fix it. Bangles. Yeah, with the Bengals. Yep, with the Bengals. And I just feel like two, there's just going to be a lot of big plays of Waddle with Tyreek Hill. I just feel like that's just going to be the that's going to be a difference. It's going to be a, a fun and exciting game if you like passing because you got Jamar Chase and you know, two Dolphins receivers. Like I said, I feel like just because of the battle line for the Bengals, speed of Dolphins. We'll win them this game. How much do you think the Bengals are missing CJ Uzumwa right now? Seems like a, a pretty They pretty have good Hayden amount. Hurst, but Hayden Hurst had that one burst of a season with the Atlanta Falcons and he hasn't really you know done shit since. Yeah. He is a it's surprising how big of a it's it looks like they're missing him because I didn't think they would be missing him that much, but I was wrong. Per usual. Yeah. Okay, excuse me. Well, I'm going to go on a different end with you here. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals defending home turf, and I'm going to have them winning 
less practice time because I imagine the traveling arrangements for the Miami Dolphins were kind of sketchy due to the fact of the upcoming hurricane. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and not to mention, too, the Dolphins, I feel like they've escaped the last two weeks. The Baltimore Ravens, they should have easily won that game. The secondary of the Ravens absolutely pooped the bed, and the Dolphins capitalized. Credit to Tua, credit to the offense. The game last week against the Buffalo Bills, clearly the climate, and by the way, I did have the Dolphins being the Bills specifically because of the climate. It was hot as hell in Florida last week. It was absolutely devastating. And Stephon Diggs eventually came off the field because he had to deal with cramps. And it didn't help neither that going into Sunday, they found out that Micah Hyde is likely out for the rest of the year with a neck injury. And Jordan, um, not Poole, what the fuck's his last name, Kyle? Poyer. Poyer. I didn't want to say Jordan Poole. Jordan Poyer also being out. With Davis White still missing most of the season because the injury he suffered last year. Their secondary was completely floundered. So that already helped my case for when I put the weather into effect. Now, now they're not in their element. It's going to be a little bit chilly over there in Cincinnati. It's going to be a little bit different, but I mean, maybe it's just a nice brush of fresh air for them and, you know, nice AC climate, I guess. But something here is telling me that this is the game where Joe Mixon, if you're a fantasy owner, Joe Mixon's getting you a guaranteed touchdown tonight, and I think he's going to have a solid game. I this hell, I have him. I need it. This is a Cincinnati Bengals game in my eyes, twenty-seven to twenty-three. So right off the bat, Kyle, I'm gaining one game off of you. Absolutely not. Yeah, so you think, sister? <laughs> All right. Now this Sunday, are you going to be setting the alarm to watch the nine thirty London game, the Saints and the Vikings, or are you just like, eh, whenever I get up? Yeah, if I get up and if I watch it, I watch it. I'm not gonna, not like, ooh, I gotta watch this game. <laughs> I'll be up. But I will be playing softball. So, I mean, maybe I'll bring my speaker and we can listen to it like when we're, we have our bats and we can listen to the audio, I guess. But other than that, I'll be playing softball. So I won't be able to visually watch the game, although I'll sure I'll check in time to time. And I'll tell you what, kind of grateful because now I know before the game starts, I got to look at the stats of Michael Thomas because him and Jameis Winston, it's up for grabs. Who knows if they're going to end up playing? Yeah, you ain't wrong. I'm good. I might actually honestly have to set my alarm just because I have Michael Thomas in one of the leagues I'm in. So I might just think put a set an alarm just in case if he's not playing because I don't want to, you know, get screwed over with him not playing. Right. Well, what's your pick? For this for this game, I got the Vikings winning twenty seven to twenty three. Like kind of like for you just mentioned with those two guys. They're questionable to play. Like he can't really bank on that. I think the Vikings, you know, with Justin Jefferson and and Thielen, you know, see if Dalvin Cook plays because I last time I heard he, I don't know for sure if he's playing or not, but I know that was. I think he really was a full down. participant at practice today. Mm-hmm. I can get you notes in literally like two seconds because I have him in my big money league. Oh, it looks like he's going to be active. Shoulder on practice field, thir- like his questionable tag has gone off. He was listed as full participant, which is a major upgrade. Reporters on the ground emphasized that he was not doing much in the section of the practice open to media, but that he had his helmet and looked to be trying to give it a go. Cook did not practice Wednesday, so this appearance will likely put him on the path to questionable for week four. PFT reported on Sunday that he was likely to wear a brace and play in week four. 
And holy crap, did my points ever go up because he was projected for eight points and it's already at 14.79. Thank you. Yeah, I just think Vikings just better team than the Saints. Close game, but they'll win 27-23. Yeah, I had the Vikings winning regardless if Michael Thomas or Jameis Winston plays, even if they both play. Uh, Jameis is still dealing with that back injury, and I think we could tell that it's really fucking with him. It, it's... Mm. <laughs> I think we learned after the first interview was like, it's pain. It's a lot of pain. I think we know that he's dealing with a lot more than what we'd be able to manage with. Oh, hell yeah. And keep getting hit too. Yeah. So for me, it was very easy to pick the Vikings to win this game. 27 to 17. (coughs) They almost got upset by the lions last week. Yeah. You ain't wrong. The lions are surprisingly good, but I mean, how legit are they going to be with DeAndre Swift most likely out this week? Jamal Williams ain't a bad running back, though. Jamal Williams is killing it in the red zone. Killing it. Yeah. It's like a guaranteed touchdown. I went to go pick up that man. I I looked immediately, like, once the beginning of Sunday Night Football was on, and everybody had him roster. I'm like, you motherfuckers. But I'm not going to pick him up. That's ridiculous. There's Zeke out there. Someone dropped Zeke. Wow. That's pretty bold. (laughs) In eight-man league, I mean... I, I, I can't say I really I blame him. He hasn't been producing. Yeah, it's true. I guess it depends on, you know, when when he got picked up and all that and who he got dropped for. Yep. All right. And then we start the Sunday afternoon games, 1 o'clock. Cleveland Steamers, I mean the Cleveland Browns, going to hot Atlanta, where it's a little bit chilly when it comes to their Atlanta Falcons. I got the Browns winning this game 27-20. I think the Browns are just a better team, better roster, even with Jacoby Brissett. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think Marcus Mariota is it. I mean, I hope Cordell Patterson has a big game. Got him in both fantasy leagues, but man, you and TJ are like best friends because I think TJ has both Joe Mixon and Cordell Patterson on his fantasy mm-hmm. team. Yeah, the biggest you know question mark for the Browns obviously is Miles Garrett after that accident that he had. Yeah, that's why I wanted and, to bring up. <clears throat> yeah, it seems like he. I think it's questionable if he's going to play or not. Honestly, it's probably better for him if he just doesn't play this game. Take a a week off. He's lucky he didn't die. Yeah. You think he learned his lesson? Because apparently he got two speeding tickets going 100 plus miles an hour. Now, they can't prove anything there, I assume. But when are you going to learn? What the hell are you doing? Honestly, Kyle, I hate to use this as the example, but I think it's perfect. Look what happened to Jay Williams. True, but you know why he got into that accident, right? Because I guess he said he was trying to swerve and like couldn't not hit. There was like an animal in the middle of the road. Okay, so maybe it has nothing to do with speed. Unfortunately, do you know what happened to Jay Williams? I know that it was. I believe it was a motorcycle accident yes. and like totally destroyed yeah. his career. Destroyed yeah. his career. You know, he like, almost had to get his leg after the first or second year, right? Yep, yep. And then he went many years without playing. And then the New Jersey Nets brought him in. And they tried him out because he grew up a Nets fan. It didn't work out. Mm. Good, pretty good commentator, commentator, but you know, analyst, whatever he exactly does. So not bad. Wow, there is some violence going on in this chat. Mm. I hope Shocker. I hope they both get COVID. My father responding about Joe Mixon and Cordell Patterson, and TJ responds with, "I hope." And they're right next to each other they're in the same goddamn hotel room as well. They're in the same hotel room. They're really right next to each other. I hope the hurricane comes back around and sends you flying, followed by an... Kyle, could you do that for the one time? 
No. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. All right. Well, I have the Browns win this game 24-23. Because of the status of Miles Garrett, I'm not comfortable with picking them in a blowout. And the Falcons have been competing. Up, uh, even with the Rams, they competed up till the fourth quarter, and the Rams completely blew them out of the water eventually. The Falcons really are surprised me, as well as Marcus Mariota. Yeah, you thought they were going to be absolutely just trash. <laughs> yeah, I had them at 116. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't believe in Marcus Mariota. I mean, he's off to a solid start, but is it sustainable? No. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's up in the air. Yes, it's very much so up in the air. All right, Washington heading to Dallas to take on the Cowboys, the two and one Dallas Cowboys, the one game behind the Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys winning or losing, Kyle. This to me was one of the more tougher games to pick. I can I feel like you can kind of make a case for either team, but I do have Dallas winning by three, 23 to 20. I just think, you know, just be able to put pressure with uh, Micah Parsons. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence. I think they're going to be able to do just just enough. Going to not be the most uh, pretty game in the world, but victory is a victory. Yeah, I got to go with the Dallas Cowboys too. I got them going to win twenty one eighteen. Washington, I can't believe how bad. Like I know that Washington's not going to be a good team, but at one point. Like late in the game, they had negative one passing yards, and not and in, honestly, Kyle, not ideal. I can't put all the blame on Wentz because the offensive line gives him no time to work with whatsoever, nothing. And I get that the Eagles, the Eagles are a great team all around, defensively and offensively. A lot of people in their power rankings had them listed at number one, which we're going to start next Thursday, folks. We're gonna, I, I would say, Kyle, we'll just put our top five instead of like. 32 or okay. 10, top five next Thursday. Um, in the Cowboy, it doesn't get much easier. And Trayvon Diggs is started playing more so as a corner than a guy worried about his interceptions. And Micah Parsons and DeMarcus Lawrence had his way with Evan Neal on Monday Night Football, I tell you. Hell yeah. <laughs> Micah so, Parsons in general is just destroying whoever he goes against. Yep. Do not matter. And Cooper Rush is trying to do too much. Cooper Rush is essentially a game manager, and he's doing what's needed to win the games and making good quality throws when needed. I yeah, it's, Dallas Cowboys in this one, 21 to 18. Yeah, it seems like he really understands, like, you know, who he is. And he ain't, like you said, he's not losing the game for him. He's doing just enough. Yep. Well, let's see. Who's winning the upcoming game afterwards? The Seahawks heading to Detroit to take on the Lions. The... That was really weird. The Lions. <laughs> that was weird. I have the Lions winning this 28 to 21. Wow, there's really surprising how good how good, even though they're one and two, like they're a good one and one and two team. But the uh, St. Brown, it is, he is whew, one of the seems like one of the better wide receivers so far. St. Brown. Yeah. But, but missing DeAndre Swift is going to hurt. But I feel like Jamal Williams is a pretty good, you know, backup running back. Honestly, he probably could be a starter on a good portion of the teams in the NFL. So off of that, I'll go with the Lions winning it by seven. I don't have them winning by seven because I think the impact of not having DeAndre Swift is going to be crucial for them. But I will take them to win 24-22. Fair. That's my only reasoning. And St. Brown has been very limited at practice as well. So it also worries me. 
And DK Metcalf and Geno Smith have been making quite the connection in the red zone lately. And the other favorite target was at one point a couple years ago was supposed to be the number one option for the Seahawks in their offensive game. Do you remember who I'm talking about? A couple of years ago? Yeah. And then he suffered Before. a torn ACL. A torn ACL. He's not on the team right now. He's on the Seahawks right now? Yes. I do not. Tight Is end. It... Oh, Will Disley? Yeah. Yeah. I can remember picking him up in fantasy after he had like two good games. And he had like two more games, and it was announced that he was like the number one option on offense. And then that game he tore his ACL when they announced. I'm like, you fucking jinxing bastards. Ryan wrong. I know. When am I ever? Kyle, you you know, you're just you're just flattering me more when you say things like that. In battle of the AFC South, as the Colts have half a game on the Tennessee Titans and they face off. In Indianapolis, the Colts and the Titans. I feel like this is going to be kind of an ugly as hell game. Like it's going to be a running game. Kind of shit. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a running I, game. It ain't wrong. Both teams, I, I feel like, are kind hey, of Kyle, shit. Keep floating my fucking you know? boat, man. Thank yeah, you. Stop. You gotta both stop. You're just flattering me. Pretty, nah, I think both teams are just pretty bad. So I mean, hey, if you have run backs in fantasy, either Jonathan Taylor or Derrick Henry, you know, Billy <laughs> Dilly. I'd start both off now. You start them anyway because they're both damn good. But I'm going to go with the Colts on this one, 24 to 20. I think it's mainly we have the same score. I really same teams too. Yes. <laughs> okay. I just think it's because you know Matt. No. There was an earthquake because we both agreed on something. So, you know, it's like the random things that happen, you know, it just comes out. Of... <laughs> or I'm having a One of the two. But I'd say like Matt Ryan is a better quarterback than Tannehill. And with them having Michael Michael Pittman along with Jonathan Taylor, they'll do just enough. But to me, this is going to be an ugly as hell game. I will not be watching this game unless it pops up on Red Zone. As well. So again, we had the same score and the reason, and I was talking to TJ before we started the show. I said, man, this is tough. I don't know who I'm going to pick. I mean, they both have been so bad, but the Colts had a very impressive victory over the chiefs. And then we really factored in. We might be seeing Shaq Leonard, formerly known as Darius Leonard, make his debut for the season. So for me, for those reasons, I picked Colts as well at 24 to 20. Fair enough. All right. The battle of the two and one teams. Do you know what two teams I'm talking about? They're both two and one. Bears and Giants. Who would have ever fucking thought? This should be the Not battle of the Owen right three teams, but they are both two and one. Which one advances to three and one and which one goes to two and two, Kyle? I have the Giants beating the Bears 21 17. Again, to me, kind of another ugly game. It's going to be interesting to see what – I forget what his first name is, but Herbert, the running back for the Bears, which is a hot pickup in fantasy. I picked him up, actually, in, in one league. Yeah, has he has he overtaken Dave Montgomery's job? Well, Montgomery, I believe, is hurt. Okay, that makes so they're sense. Not, so they're not sure how much he's going to play, if at all. Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert, yep. 
and even though Daniel Jones isn't that great of a quarterback, to me, he's still better than Justin Fields. Thank you. So, better running back, better quarterback. Just for that, I'm going to go with the Giants in a four-point victory. Ugly four-point victory. Yeah, I got the Giants win this game as well. I have the Giants winning it 23-18. I have no faith in the Chicago Bears, and clearly you could tell because I didn't pick them last week. I picked the Texans win last week. Justin Fields, I just don't think, is an NFL-caliber quarterback, Kyle. This team doesn't trust him to throw the ball. Wasn't there a game he only had like 13 or 14 pass attempts? It's pathetic. It's That's not good. It, it like So, Matt, and I don't blame the head coach. This isn't his guy. This was Matt Nagy saying, shit, I fucked up on Mitch Trubisky. I'm going to draft a quarterback and pray, pray for the best, essentially. So, if Herbert, or not Herbert, if uh, Justin Fields doesn't work out, I think you got to give this coach a couple of years. This isn't his quarterback. True, but he is also a young quarterback, though. So you got to got to figure he it is, out why you can't. When you got him on that rookie contract. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Name me one successful quarterback that came out of the Ohio State. Honestly, probably you can't. can't. They transition into receivers, Terrell Pryor, or they're great in the XFL. Fair. All right. Jaguars and the Eagles. Doug Peterson makes his return to Philadelphia. What kind of reception? If if they do some sort of tribute, do you think he's going to get a good reception, a bad reception, or a mix? He led them to a fucking Super Bowl. You yeah, I know, pray, but Philly fans were crazy. They, they, hated the, they hated the man in 2020. They better praise that man. He won you a fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not going to get any arguments out of me, but, you know, it's Philly. Philly Philly fans yeah. eat their own shit after winning the Super Bowl, Kyle. I would not. I, I I would not neither. You would have to pay me significant amount of dollars for me to probably do that. They did it for free 99 Ew. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> See what I did there? No shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I got the Eagles beating the Jags. Son of a 30, bitch. Are we going to anything? Well, I feel like this one is kind of an easy pick, though. Even though the Jags are playing pretty good, I feel like the Eagles are just one of the better teams in, in the league right now. I mean, Jalen Hurts is just playing. You put them at number one in your power rankings. If you were, If we were to do our power rankings today, would you have them number one? You did. What's your list right now? I have a whole list. Sorry, I had to scroll a bunch, of sh- bunch of shit out. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's see. Okay. Yeah. There. Trying to do this. My hands in the way. That oh, I had to. You yeah, have the Patriots way too high. Uh, I have the Homer pick seven seventeen. Well, the thing was, I had them high, so I dropped them a. When I went through a lot of it, though, Philly was kind of hard after them losing. I feel I would think I fully anticipate them dropping f- a lot farther down. Well, I'm yeah, not no going, expecting them to stay that high. Well, I'm saying the way it was, I feel like I got to wait to drop them a lot farther down, which I anticipate. But yes, I do have the Eagles as number one. They're just, wow. I mean, goddamn, Jalen Hurts is one of, an MVP candidate right now. Yeah. Like he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I mean, what he has 916 passing yards, four touchdowns, one interception. Miles Sanders has 222 yards rushing. They're actually. You know, kind of giving him the ball. Finally, good ideas. Congratulations. Devontae Smith uh, last week. Holy shit. Some of those catches. <laughs> and A.J. Brown, good luck. 
I feel like they will. Dallas Goddard, don't forget about that man, too. He may not be producing the numbers, but we saw what he was capable of doing last year. Yeah, I feel I have the Eagles winning at 30-23. I feel like it's going to be kind of a pretty exciting game to watch. I got four more points for the Jaguars. I have the Eagles winning 30-27. to I think Trevor Lawrence has really had a tremendous sophomore leap. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I remind you last year and a lot of people last year, not you never gave up on the kid, but for those who did, Peyton Manning also had a really shitty start to his rookie year. It happens mm-hmm. to the best of them. And Trevor Lawrence has been phenomenal. And we're going into week four. But you have to give the kid a props because he looks way better through week four now than he did last year. And it's also helpable when you have a sustainable coach who can coach in the NFL and not these college not coaches who think that they can. <laughs> Hell yeah. A lot better. Yep. So I got Eagles 30-27. Steelers hosting the New York Jets. Zach Wilson is expected to make his season debut. Kyle, your favorite quarterback in the NFL because he banging his mom's friends. There you go. God, I more power. You love that man. You love that man. You can't deny it. You, I just love that he had the audacity to admire it. No, I love. I I admire his stupidity because his girlfriend looked fucking gorgeous. Well, so (laughs) so does mom's best friend. I have not seen the picture, so I would not oh, know. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I have. Honestly, I do not know what she looks like. But in this game, I have the Steelers winning 23-17. to 17. Like, With Zach Wilson playing, he's going to have to work through a little bit of rust and kind of have to kind of trust that injury, you know, that it's healed. Steelers defense will do kind of just enough. Mitch Trubisky kind of game manage this. 23-17 victory for the Steelers. I got 23-14 for the Steelers for everything that you listed off. Um, yeah, the, the Steelers second, and I, I was completely wrong. Joe Hayden is retiring, obviously. He's retiring with the Steelers. He's going to sign a one-day contract with the Steelers and retire Steelers. Does that surprise you? Kind of, but maybe. when I think of Joe Hayden at his absolute best, it was with Cleveland. Yep. That is true, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it's some, you know, bad blood through Chino, because I don't know his situation with the Browns like that, but maybe that's something to blame. I have no idea because yeah. it is kind of surprising. Yeah. Yeah. 2314 uh, for the Steelers. Did you see the video of Pickens like wide open and Trubisky not throwing the ball and like he had like a temper tantrum? I did not. Yeah. I'd right. have a temper tantrum. Trubisky was just my quarterback. How patient do you think Mike Tomlin's going to be? Because – in the quarterback death chart, it goes Trubisky, Rudolph, then Kenny Pickett. I mean, if the fans keep chanting for them, because remember during that that Patriots Steelers game, they were chanting at sometimes for Pickett. So, yeah, yeah. I not that. a lot of time. Not a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, especially if they keep losing. All right, this might be the game of the week, Kyle. Hell yeah. Buffalo Bills going to Baltimore to take on. The Baltimore Ravens. I wouldn't be surprised if we picked different on this. Well, I, I, I had a hard time coming to a consensus of, of uh, what I wanted to do. But eventually, the pick was made. I'm trying to adjust my volume to make sure I sound absolutely perfect. The pick was eventually made. You've been starting off first. We got to continue the pattern going. Who's winning, Bills or Ravens? Uh, I have the Bills winning this game. 33. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I have been winning 33-28 because on offense 
for the Bills, they obviously love to throw the ball. They rarely try to run, as you saw. If you look back at their attempts passing and rushing from the previous game against the Dolphins, which was disgustingly lopsided. The Patriots offense against the Ravens was able to pass really well, and Patriots pass offense, not the world's greatest. The Bills pass offense, one of the better ones you will see in the league. <laughs> so to me, Josh Allen this game it will get a lot of passing yards. Stephon Diggs will probably get a lot of receiving yards, probably a couple touchdowns. Wouldn't surprise me if Stephon Diggs had like a couple, like two touchdowns over 100 yards. Hopefully Gabriel Davis can get some. Got him in fantasy in one of the leagues. Actually, maybe both. Doesn't matter. But Lamar Jackson will try to keep keep up, but I feel like that defense will end up end up letting him down just enough and that the Bills will ultimately win a game by five, 33-28. I got a close one because I was so torn between I have 28-27 Buffalo. Um who knows? Maybe I'll be a perfect three and one with Buffalo. Actually, I'd be two and two because I had them losing to the Rams. Um it's just hard. Both secondaries are clearly flawed Ravens Marcus Peters and the crew can't figure out in the secondary the bills they're they're decimated right now in their secondary but I'm going to take the better quarterback which is Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson's 128-27 understandable all right the Chargers heading to Houston to take on the Houston Texans this to me no I feel like later no, Joey Bosa. Herbert has been listed as healthy and he will play, but you have to really question the ribs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to go with the Texans like because of all those injuries. I will legitimately was thinking about it, but I'm like, it's just too bad of a team to allow me oh. to, to go with that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, but I went with the Chargers 27 to 20. I think even with those injuries, they're still a better team. Than the Texans. If you saw that one throw that Herbert made on the run, yeah, fifty-four yard hurt, yep. which yep. is like, how? <laughs> that literally looks like something out of Madden. I can't like, do that healthy. Yeah, that that to me is just is just wild. But you know what's shocking so far? I don't exactly know if Austin Eckler's been hurt or not because I'm just looking no, at his stats right now. Been a non-factor. Do you I, know what his stat line is rushing? No, but I could tell you that when we had the draft. The people mm-hmm. I was with, they gave me shit for picking Dalvin Cook over Austin Eckler at three. Dalvin Cook, or sorry, no, Austin Eckler, I believe, went two in one of the leagues, the non-keeper league. But I'm looking at stats for the year: thirty-two carries and eighty yards. Like wow. what? Like not exactly ideal, but oh. it's going to be interesting to see if Keenan Allen plays. If he can play a little bit, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert's healthy enough to play. Yeah, this rest you know, of your no, no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the Chargers they'll still find a way to get a win over the Texans. Texans just not a good team at all. Twenty-seven, twenty. Yeah, I got the uh, Chargers win twenty-seven, fourteen. Uh, I don't need to elaborate anymore. Fair. Cardinals and Panthers in Carolina. This one, I went with the Cardinals. To win yeah. 24 to 24 to 21. Close they game. say McCaffrey is supposed to play. Now, how healthy is he going to be? Because it seems like he just randomly pops up on the injury report with like something else every single week. I I still don't believe the Cardinals are that good of a team. That's the only reason why I believe 
that this will be close. If they had DeAndre Hopkins, I feel like that they would probably blow out the Panthers, but Cardinals will do just enough to win by three, 24, 21. I'll tell you what I'm going to need. I'm going to need a scouting report of Kyler Murray when the new Call of Duties come out. Because <laughs> I'm throwing the fucking house. I'm throwing the house if it's like that detrimental of it, like his stats taking a steep decline. I'll do it. That, that would be whole, legitimately funny if that was actually true. That was a detriment to his career called. Yes. He was, he was a very gifted runner thrower and a great teammate until call of duty was released. Then his play declined. He wasn't nearly as fast. He came in a little slightly overweight. He's, he's, smelt like shit because he didn't have time to shower because he spent too much time playing Warzone and Team Deathmatch, Search and Destroy, which led to the Cardinals' demise, Call of Duty. I'll be down. Hey, I mean, it doesn't... I mean, when Call of Duty comes out, I mean, let's be honest. Kyle, do you have any big expectations for this new Call of Duty? I just hope it doesn't suck. See, I, I, I haven't gotten... I think the last two Call of Duties, but when you say Modern Warfare 2... It's not gonna. It's not exactly like the original Modern Warfare Two. It's gonna be different. Completely <laughs> get it, but Modern to me, the original Modern Warfare Two is the greatest COD game and video game ever. I played that game for years. Like, I, I it's maybe like third on the Call of Duty list for me. What? I got Black Ops Two as the best. Oh, and Black Ops you're One as the thing. Well, Black Ops One was pretty good. Black Ops Two. Yeah. Too many hackers on Modern Warfare 2. Didn't stop me from killing them. I just, no. They kind of ruined it. Silencer, baby. One man army noob tube. Oh, uh, that's. You were one of those? You were one of those? Assholes? No, no. I hated that. <laughs> that shit just pissed me off. <laughs> well, it's better be pissed off then. Pissed on. True. Unless you're into that. Yeah, no. Uh, where are we talking Cardinals Panthers? Oh, I have Cardinals 27-17 over the Panthers. Fair. Patriots at Packers. Yeah, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah. And, and Mac Packer. Jones talking about how he might play and that he was a full participant in practice. Yeah, Mac that's listen, a no Kyle, me, This dog. is the one week where I'll be like, no. Yeah, that's a Even no for if me, you dog. Play, or if you don't play, we're fucked. So just take yeah. this week off. Rest up that yeah. little people. Yeah, 33, 33 to 20 Packers. It's going to be – I'm interested to see how uh, Brian Hoyer does at, at quarterback. Very, very interested. See if maybe we can get Hunter Henry a little bit more involved so far. He hasn't really yeah. done that much. Nope. Picked him up there's in, nothing that's designed for him. The there's nothing designed for the poor guy. I sat here, or I actually released Hunter Henry in, in fantasy, but yeah, maybe we can get to. you know Ramondre Stevenson and uh, Damon Harris. Maybe make sure maybe it can give us a a chance, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think it's gonna really work out that great. I feel like it's gonna be Ooh, a hot Ramondre. Well, for me, it's a thirteen twenty seven defeat. Patriots will be losing to the Green Bay Packers. It's at home. It's at Lambeau Field. It's Aaron Rodgers. Need I say more? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron fucking Rodgers. The Broncos going to Vegas to take on the Las Vegas 
Raiders. <clears throat> I wanted to go kind of with the Raiders, but the Raiders are just playing like such shit <laughs> right now. And even though the Broncos aren't, ex- even though they're two and one, they're not exactly playing like world beaters. <laughs> playing kind of like doo doo. Barely but beat the Texans. I do have barely beat yep. the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo. So yep. there's nothing impressive with them neither. Yeah. I do have the Broncos winning and scoring 27 points, which they haven't really been able to score that much, but the Broncos winning 27 to 20 over the Raiders. Well, maybe this is where I tie it up because I have the Raiders winning this game 24 to 13. Everything that you listed about the Broncos I didn't even think that the coaching staff knows what they're doing. When I saw the TikTok video of Russ yelling at them, saying you have to let them know if it's a run or a pass, and he's yelling pass before they even yell pass. The coaching staff, like I told you, this coaching staff that was brought in was for Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers ended up staying in Green Bay. They audibled. They got Russell Wilson. And I think this is going to be a one and done for Nathaniel Hackett this year. So I have the Raiders, and Josh McDaniels obviously has been playing, like coaching really, really bad this year as well. I want to remind you that it's not Derek Carr's fault that they lost to the Arizona Cardinals. Josh McDaniels took his gas off, took the foot off the pedal, deaccelerated, and Hunter Renfro had a couple fumbles in overtime. Mm-hmm. But so, also, it's like if you're looking at the yard, when you look though, at Derek Carr's numbers, mm-hmm. they're not bad. He hasn't been playing bad. Let's see. Yeah, he has six touchdowns, four interceptions, 850 yards, 73 of 120. And I want to remind you, the four interceptions is like, well, you're contradicting yourself. There's four interceptions. I think two or three of them, one of them was literally in Darren Waller's hands, and then it went through his hands and into the defender's arms. That would be very upsetting if you're the quarterback. What I wish they would do is put the stat there of like, Interception there, clearly his fault. And that's, you know, you don't see any deflections. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If it's like one of those that like the defender reads and cuts off the receiver and picks it off, it's an interception. But if it's one of those where like it hits their hands and bounces into the defender behind them or to the side of them, the, their arms, it's not his fault. Catch the goddamn ball. Yeah. But the thing is, though, that's surprising when I'm, I'm looking at the stats for both teams is that yardage wide on offense, they're damn near similar. There's a little, only like a 0.6 yard difference. But on defense, there's over a 100 yard difference. The Raiders are giving up 382 yards. Yeah. Yep. And the Broncos are only giving up 275. So the Raiders have faced so far the Titans, the Cardinals, and the Chargers. The Broncos have faced the 49ers, the Texans, and the Seahawks. So when I look at those numbers, I don't put anything into effect because clearly the Raiders so far have had the tougher schedule compared to the Denver Broncos. Fair. All right. So this leads into Sunday Night Football, which will take place in Tampa Bay, even with Hurricane Ian coming through. The Buccaneers host the Kansas City Chiefs. Mike Evans will be back in this one. Julio Jones... It's a game-time decision, and I think Godwin, this is probably like the last week he's supposed to miss, I believe. Yeah, I believe so, because, again, I have them both fantasy leagues, and I always keep getting things. Left and right about him. Yeah, way too many updates. But, like, oh, he's this and this and this. I I get him twice since he's in – yeah, I have him two different leagues. It's just like, god damn, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's your pick? I really want to go with the homer and believe – and pick Brady 
in the Bucks to win this. I just I, I couldn't. I ultimately ended up going with the with the Chiefs because if you're a Chiefs fan, you would like to think after losing to a terrible Colts team That's and the shouting rebound. match that happened between Eric Bieniemy and Mahomes that they'll rebound. And I do wonder with the how the with the hurricane and everything how that will affect uh, Tampa. I ultimately do have the Chiefs winning this game, twenty nine to twenty two. Well, I'm going with the Buccaneers because they're going to play for the whole state of Florida. The whole state of Florida is going through some hard times right now. And what can pick them up? Sorry, the Dolphins ain't picking you up tonight. Sorry. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be there for you Sunday night at home, at Tampa, at Raymond James Stadium with Mike Evans back. Buccaneers win this game 31-28. I won't be mad at the Bucs one. That's one thing. I will, not, I will not be I will not be mad. Listen, if I'm wrong on this, listen, the Patriots could win their game against the Packers, and I'm fucking excited. I'll be jumping up and down for joy. You know what I yeah, mean? I don't care if I get this goddamn mir- pick that'd wrong. Be a, that'd be a miracle. If they I ended up being upset the if I got that pick wrong. Not one bit. There. Monday night football. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. It's still very weird. Dun, 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 dun. To see Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on Monday night. Whoa, 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 what the fuck? Yeah, it is strange. That That's going to take uh, till next season to get used to. Should <laughs> I do my uh, Joe Buck impersonation? Nope. I'm going to do it anyways. Okay. We're live here in San Francisco, California, as we have a battle of the NFC West. The San Francisco 49ers, led by that man right there, Jimmy Garoppolo, take on the defending champions, Los Angeles Rams, here at Levi Stadium, along with the Hall of Famer Troy Aikman. I'm Joe Schmuck. Buck. I have the Rams winning this game, 28-24. We'll be a lot closer of a game than if the, it was Trey Lance at quarterback, then... Oh, or since they have Jimmy Garoppolo, it will be a lot closer of a game than if they had Trey Lance. I think the Rams are just the just the better team. Yeah. 28-24. 27-21 for me. Um but I mean we've seen these the NFC West, if we're gonna be completely honest, it's never clear cut. I mean, one thing's for certain the Seahawks do better at Levi Stadium when they face off against them. And the Rams, even like when they were shitty, they always dominated in Seattle. Like the yeah, NFC or just West against just Seattle so in weird. general. Yeah. Whoa. They're, it's just weird matchup overall every time they face off. But for me, I think it's going to be a clear 27-21 victory for the, four, or for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. So we have three different choices. As one of them is currently kicking off right now, I have the Bengals, you have the Dolphins. You have the Broncos, I have the Raiders, you have the Chiefs, I have the Buccaneers. Should be good. See if I'm uh see if I'm up up five, down one, or anywhere in between. That's right. That's how it goes. I want to test something here really quick. Okay. My thing is supposed to be Bluetooth. Let me just make sure I'm connected, which means I'm gonna have to close out the comments right here on Twitch really quick. I want to see if I could play some uh beautiful, beautiful audible. Audible audio. So I am I feel like I know what here. you want to play. 
I'm interested to see. I'm definitely testing the waters here. We potentially could have some dead air time. Shit happens, but you know what? What's life without risk? I think I have to switch over. Kyle, can you talk? I, what? Yeah, I can't. What? So this is not going to work because I won't be able to hear your genuine reaction. Never mind. Okay, is he now? Judges. 60. I can't hear you at all. What do you there you hear me. There you go. Perfectly. You're, you keep cutting in and out. That's what she said. Mm, okay, maybe it's better now. Maybe it was just one turned back on. So it had to be. Um. Anyways, what I want to say was Michael K had a tremendous call for Aaron Judge's 61st home run. It took him eight games after hitting number 60 because the Toronto Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox were a bunch of chicken shits and wouldn't pinch him, pitch him the ball. You know, he had six or yeah, six straight full counts. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, that that one, the game against the uh, it had to be Toronto where he had four straight walks. Like I was watching Game of Thrones right? I gave it every time I, I got the notification. But, oh, Aaron does up the bat, which thankfully, hopefully is going to be done shortly because just hit the 60 seconds. So I don't have to stop. I can talk in these fucking notifications that he's up to a bat because after a while, honestly, it was starting to get pretty, pretty annoying. But when he hit that home run, it was just like you could just see every. I feel like hit just relief from him yeah, that he, got he, the, the he yeah he got done with that. His mom was obviously happy. It was really nice that he gave him or sorry gave her the ball. It was funny to see the two uh, Toronto Blue Jays fans' reactions that almost caught that ball, and they realized they just completely fumbled away whatever they, they lost could millions have got of with, dollars. Yeah, or if anything, they, you know, they lost a lot. I think Roger Maris Jr. is happy he can finally go home and not yeah. have to follow this fucking team around. Or who knows? They Maybe they might want him to stay there for when he breaks the wreck. Who knows? Hopefully for his sake, he doesn't. But when Aaron Jones hit the it was just like, thank God. You know, I think it was a lot of weight off everyone. The tension was really starting to build, I feel like, just for everyone in general. It would have been nice to see him, see him do that in Yankee Stadium versus in Toronto. But it was also interesting – I'm assuming you were probably going to bring this up at some point was what Roger Maris Jr. said. Yep. I'm definitely going to bring this up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was very interesting to see because uh, drew a line in the sand on how, how he felt about Barry Bonds. Well, I'm not surprised one bit uh, because that's the, that's the debate now. And this is where you contradict yourself because I posted on my story and you put yes for both. Who's the home run King, Roger Maris or Barry Bonds. Who's your home run King. Uh, I feel like you kind of, they have to, it's not a way of saying it. I feel, I would go with, with Bonds just for the fact that, yes, he, if, even if technically, I think he never tested positive, but he can, there's the, the, there's different other signs that he did take steroids. But at the same point, he was getting like one pitch to hit per at bat and he was still knocking it out of the park. That's still goddamn impressive. I'm fine if you put an asterisk next to it, but to me, I would still put him as the home run leader. Or Man never it. tested positive for steroids. Um, and honestly, even before steroids, even before if he did take steroids, that dude was an absolute stud. We're talking about a guy that would hit 40 home runs and steal 40 bases. He was in, inarguably the best player in baseball. Inarguably oh, yeah. the best player in baseball. Oh, yeah. And in fact, the only time because he was of getting steroids, involved. that's going to take away his reputation. And the only reason he did what he did is because Sosa and Maguire were taking the roids, and he's like, I just hit 49 home runs, and you guys already forgot about me? All right, watch this. Yeah, even if he did, like, like it makes baseball even more exciting. Yeah. 
<laughs> look at all like, the well, look he at was... all them that hit home or took steroids. A Rob is exciting to see. Manny Ramirez is exciting to see. Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Jason Giambi, Rafael Palmiro. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. David Ortiz. Yeah, yeah like you, you see the highlight of uh, Barry Bonds and Yankee, old Yankee Stadium. We yes. hit it like I, I want to say it was like halfway up into the yes. third deck. Like, and to, it's the fact of like I said, he would get one pitch to hit per at bat. Yep. And was still doing the stuff he does. That's impressive. You could see that alone. Like steroids doesn't help your talent. It just makes you stronger. Yes, you still have to have but, the hand-eyed coordination yeah. to hit the goddamn ball. Yeah, that is impressive. Uh, now, if he took roids, one surprise eventually. You know, if you know, if it came out that he actually did, because like I said, even though he never tested positive, it's still other signs. That will really point to me that he did do it. Yeah. But fuck, I don't care. It I, was I exciting. I think Tim Kirchin put it the best. It's in the record books. It is what it is. Now, if you if you took away Barry Bonds' home run record, you have to go through a list of shit in there to start taking out then. It's there. It's never mm-hmm. leaving. It's his. It's his title. Both ways. Yeah. All time and single season. Oh, yeah. And it will it will kind of be a travesty. If he ultimately never makes it into the Hall of Fame. He's not. He won't. Mm. And neither will A-Rod. And both of them, even before they start taking steroids, won MVPs. Yeah. Well, I think also... I think A-Rod did take steroids with Texas to win MVP. I think also, too, it didn't help that they were both kind of dicks. Oh, yeah. So I think that plays a factor in it, too. Because A-Rod is getting a lot more, to me, likable now. Yeah, he he grew up. It took him way too late, but he finally grew up. Yeah, or it's either that, or you you realized, you know, if if he's maybe if he's even playing a character now, hell, he's playing a pretty guy. Then go, maybe he's someone just straight had up to learned. talk to him on the side, whoever it was. Someone had to talk to him on the side, be like, dude, just yeah. stop. Yeah, had to have the real sit down conversation yeah, with, him, with whoever you know, kind of could get have his been. head out of his ass. We know it wasn't Jeter. <laughs> hell, no. Jeter was probably telling him, you know, go fuck off. to stay out of it. Remember when A-Rod had that press conference in 2009 and all the teammates were all there and Jeter's like, I didn't want to be there. Oh, yeah. And A-Rod's I like, him. I don't blame him. I wouldn't blame him either. He grew, up to, up. he grew up to realize his flaws. And I think when we hear these young superstars like Tatis, when they get in trouble with the steroids, that's the guy we need to listen to because he put it perfectly. He goes, it breaks my heart. Because I want these young athletes to look at my mistakes and where I messed up and learn off of that. So when I see someone that's so young and so dynamic who will never make the Hall of Fame now because of steroids, because I have to accept that, they're going to accept it too. It breaks my heart. He realized his flaws, and these kids should learn after A-Rod. You ain't wrong. Anyways, back to Jets' 61 home runs. No one... I have to hear every day on ESPN radio. Oh, I, I ever so predicted that Aaron Judge is going to hit 60 home runs. I said before the start of the season, it's not going to shock me. He's going to hit 60 home runs. Just like I also said that Tom Brady's going to fall off a cliff. Just like I said, Kawhi Leonard is better in clutch situations than Kobe Bryant. Just like I said that I'd rather take Iguodala or Steph Curry, game on the line, fade the universe. That's Shut the fuck up. Shit. You got one thing right, and now you're going to sound like an idiot when you... Saquon Buckley's going to have 2,500 total purpose yards. <laughs> yeah. He's a like, Mexico one's dumb. Listen, 
They'll never hear us in case they do. Jay will Keyshawn. If you ever hear this, just start, put a jar in the middle of the room. And every time he says that, he has to throw a dollar, a dollar, a dollar. And once it fills up, then it goes to five. Then it goes to tens. Then it goes to twenties. Then it goes to hundreds. All right. We're skipping fifties. Yeah. Straight through fifties. Cause at that point it's like, all right, enough's enough. Straight through hundreds. <laughs> Fair. But it, it's, it's nice being, this is one of the, if not the best season that I can see from Ragnar Kyle, from this a particular is the greatest player. season we you and I have ever seen. The dude is battling for Triple Crown. He turned down seven years, $230 million. He bet on himself. He said, I'm more valuable than Mike Trout. I'm more valuable than Harper, Otani, Rendon. He got himself an extra $100 million. And what this offseason is going to prove, it's going to prove everything about Joe Mixon touchdown. I told you. I'll take it. There, take I told it. you. I said it. We're going to find out if this is the New York Yankees that we grew up on, that we don't let our Hall of Fame talent, our you know legendary talents go. We never let Jeter go. We, we brought in Babe Ruth because he was the best damn power hitter at that time. We brought in Reggie Jackson because he was the best at the time. We brought in Roger Maris. We had Mickey Mantle. We had A-Rod. We bring in these guys to stay. And I'll be damned if Steve Cohen or or San Francisco will take away my Aaron Judge. Now, Steve Cohen has the deepest pockets. Jacob DeGrom is set to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start listing off numbers. You tell me if the Yankees match. I'm just going to average per year. Per year, seven years. For Judge? Yes, he'll make $30 okay. million on an average for seven years. You matching? Okay. Hell yeah. 35. Yeah. 40. Yeah. 45. It's going to be tough, but yeah. 48. 48, I would probably... I would try to talk him down to less, but more years. 48, yes or no? It would hurt me to say no. 50. Ed. Fuck, I, I would have to go, unfortunately, if no. But that would be painful. A painful no. You realize no Aaron Judge means yeah, most screwed. likely no wild card, no playoffs next year. And yeah, you next might have three to. to four. Yeah, you'd have. You probably would have to. You know, which I don't. Bl- I don't blame Judge for trying to get the amount of money with the season he's having. Like you said, he bet on himself. He's like, I'm better than that contract you were offering me. I will show you guys. And it's not like he's having a better than his normal season. One of the best seasons you have seen pitcher hitter wise ever. He's playing pretty damn good in the outfield, battling for the triple crown, 61 home runs. Don't know the exact RBIs off the top of my head, but he's got a lot of them. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so impressive what he does. And on top of that, it's his uh, career high for stolen bases. Has he hit the 20 mark yet? For that, because I, I'm pretty sure I saw him. He was like close. I don't know if he's actually at the 20 uh, stolen base mark. No, he's but just 16. for a guy. Okay, just for a guy his size, along with the other stats that we've mentioned repeatedly, that's just impressive. 
The guy deserves his money. Pay him. Do you know how so, stressful it's going to be for for Yankees fans though? The offseason, whenever the Yankee season ends, it's already stressful. That, Murray's stressing out. We haven't even started the postseason. Stress. The instant stress of the of the Aaron Judge's contract looming over is going to be painful. Yeah. Until we get the notification, breaking news: Aaron Judge has signed with blank. All right. Well. The extra hundred million that he got him that he is going to get. So let's say they have to offer him seven years, three hundred thirty million dollars. How much do you think of an annual salary that is? Seven years, three thirty. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The cool. Oh God, seven forty. That'd be two eighty. Would be seven years, forty, right? Seven years, three hundred thirty million dollars. Uh, calculator. Nope. Yeah. Don't you dare calculator. Just throw a damn number at me. No, I'm, no, I'm not. I don't have my phone's. Okay. This is my phone right here. But I'm trying to think because seven times 40 would be. God, I feel really stupid. That has to be 280. Yeah, that's 280. So to add another 35 to that would be 311 or 30, 315. God damn. So that's a, what, is that the 48 mil mark? Forty-seven million no, one hundred forty-two thousand eight hundred fifty-seven dollars. Jesus, yeah. Well, oh, fuck it. He's earned it. <laughs> he has earned it. Absolutely, he's earned it. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, that's. Mm. He's the man. He is now. Next topic to move on to: the New York Mets and the Atlanta Braves are battling this weekend, and boy, is it ever crucial because the Mets have a one-game lead. The fact of the matter is, is whoever advances to the wild card round has to lose their first two, maybe even three, maybe even three pitchers before heading on to the divisional series. So Mets are instantly losing DeGrom, Scherzer, and Bassett to start off when they advance to the divisional series. If they win the wild card series and the Braves are most likely losing Max Freed, Kyle Wright. Charlie Morton, or whoever else is going to be their starter. Yeah. I feel like the Braves, if they had filled to that and had the play in it, they would be better off than the Mets, though, because I feel like they got maybe not better at the top end of pitching, but more depth, though, it feels like to me. So if the they can overcome it to me better than the Mets. More crucial to the Mets, to me. It is. It is. Absolutely. Yep, so the fact of the matter is is whoever wins this division, they get a rest, and plus they get to keep their top end of the rotation advanced to division round, which the Mets need more so than the Braves. So the Mets must win this series at all cost. At all cost. And you know what? <laughs> Excuse me. I, I'm not going to go out and say that the Mets choke their lead. The Atlanta Braves, the fact that at one point they were down 10 games to the Mets is absolutely baffling. And the Mets have a 60% winning percentage this year. The Mets didn't choke nothing. The Braves found their bats, and they found their way all the way back. And it's not like the Mets were losing series to the Braves as like the Braves were making this miraculous comeback. The Mets played great ball all year. This isn't the same kind of choke job like we saw last year with the Mets. The Mets are close to 100 wins. So, Mets fans should not get frustrated by saying, oh, well, we choked it away. Now, the only thing that they did do bad is the bats, with the exception of Daniel Vogelbeck at the trade deadline. They have not produced one 
single bit. We'll go back. That's it. Yeah. That's going to put them in a rough spot. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they could turn it up in the postseason, but that's all to be determined. Another key free agent that they're going to have with, with DeGrom next year, Brandon Nimmo, which is why a lot of people believe that Uncle Stevie's going to pay really big for Aaron Judge to play center field. But at the same point, then I'm assuming if they get Judge, they're not going to be able to pay for DeGrom. Unless he really wants Stevie. to go into that luxury tax. Yeah, Unless he really Stevie. just do not care about the luxury. Now, can you imagine if he do, if he has both of them? Could you imagine the rules they'd put in place to stop that man? They'd have to make some unprecedented shit to stop him because the amount of money that he'd be spending at that point. But if they were able to get the Grom and you know bear the normal's contract, obviously it would be a hell of a lot less than Aaron Judge. As there goes that ring for about the fiftieth time off my hand. But <laughs> um, yeah. where do you think Steve Cohen lists for billionaires in the world? Hmm. I'm gonna say fuck it. Number one. No. No. Nah, there, go no. for it. Come on, you should know who number one is. <laughs> oh, that's uh Elon, right? It's either Elon, Bill Gates, or Bezos. It's the be one funny. of those three. It, it'd be funny if it was him, no. <laughs> He's the second um, richest owner in all sports because number one is... Is it Jerry Jones? No. You're never going to guess it. I'm going to have to give you all the hints. We're playing the game, Connor. Start asking questions. Which sport is it in? NBA. NBA. Yeah. Would it be whoever the hell owns Golden State? Nope. (laughs) Oh, it's fucking Steve Ballmer? Yes, Steve Ballmer of the Clippers. He's the richest yeah. owner in all sports. But uh, um, Steve Cohen is second on, on that list for all sports. He's 96. He's the 96th richest man on the planet. Hmm. Not bad. Pretty, pretty well. <laughs> More power to Let me see if I find number one. If they're gonna show, give me all these credits. I don't give a fuck about the credits. I want to know who the richest motherfucker is. I'm pretty sure it's Elon. Uh... Elon Musk, who tops the world billionaires list for the first time. Yep. He's worth $4.7 trillion? Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Could you imagine being worth $4.7 trillion? That'd be nice. Or not complain. <laughs> Give me some of that, please, Elon. Hook a brother up. I guess. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, so, ultimately... If the season were to end today, do you have the Mets or the Braves win the NL East? I think ultimately the Braves. Yeah, let's go Braves. Marcus, I know you're not here because you're a competition today because your stream isn't as good as ours. Fucking right, man. Let's go, Braves. Jesus Christ. No sham. I have to load this next one up for us, Kyle. But have you had a chance to see the full uh, top 10 for ESPN's upcoming NBA player rankings? I have not. I'm assuming wouldn't surprise me if there's some uh, malarkey in there. Let me get that for you. NBA. I put NBA instead of NBA, so that's going to take for fucking ever. Ah, you fucked up. No shit. ESPN's top 10 NBA. All right. At number 10, from the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker. 
Number nine from the Memphis Grizzlies, Ja Morant. Number eight from the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant. What the fuck? Number seven from the Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum. Real quick, I I'm a big, obviously big Celtics fan. Need to switch, Let's switch that. <laughs> At least <laughs> number six from the Los Angeles <clears throat> Lakers, LeBron James. Okay. Number five from the Golden State Warriors, Stephen Curry. I can't say anything. He cooked Celtics. Number four from the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid. Okay. Number three from the Dallas Mavericks, Luka Doncic. Number two from the Denver Nuggets, Nikola Joker Jokic. Oh, hi. Number one. From the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis, Giannis, the Greek freak, Antetokounmpo. You agree with this list, or would you make a where the why the fuck is Kevin Durant? What you said eight eight? Why? Yeah, I don't get that either because he got swept. Like that ain't Kevin Durant's fault. (laughs) As much as I like to fuck around and and fuck with you because of that, but like I like Jason Tatum. Not better than he, he should not be LeBron higher than Kevin Durant right in now. In his career, not better than Kevin Durant. <laughs> Steph Curry, not better than Kevin Durant. I can understand why they gave it to Curry over him. Not that it's right because of what happened with the in the playoffs and won the title. Joel Embiid, not better than Kevin Durant. Luka Doncic, not better than Kevin Durant. Nikola Jokic, not better than Kevin Durant. Giannis Antetokounmpo, debatable. Yeah, it's like, I'm not surprised that uh, yeah, Giannis is one. I would probably put Durant. The lowest I put Durant would be three. Like you could, you could argue one. I'm fine if you know you say Giannis is one. He's two. The lo- absolute lowest I'd go is three. I'm not even sure who My would be number two at that point. Like, what are they measuring all this off of? Because Kevin Durant is the most gifted offensive player in the NBA, right there with Kyrie Irving. Kevin Durant plays great defense. Kevin Durant, when needed, could play make. He literally had a couple triple doubles when the Nets caught the COVID bug really bad and Kyrie couldn't play because of the whole vaccine thing. And he was throwing out triple doubles left and right. Is it a not being able to stay on the court thing? Because he has missed some time the last couple of years. Two years ago was a hamstring. Last year, Bruce Brown went to his leg and he missed time because of that. Like, are we measuring that? But if that's the case... LeBron didn't make the playoffs. LeBron missed a lot of time last year, too. I think it's because the media is not the biggest fan of Kevin Durant. So I think that, you know, a little bit of a bias. But they're also not the biggest fan of Kyrie Irving. I got to find this as well because I got to a debate with it on Zach on Twitter. By the way, Zach's going to be with us in two weeks because hockey season is slowly approaching as the preseason has already begun. Let me see if I can find this here. It's unbelievable. They had Kyrie listed at number nine out of all point guards in the NBA, Kyle. I understand that a lot of people yeah. hate Kyrie Irving, but Fuck there's, Kyrie. Really, there's really eight people better than Kyrie Irving? Fuck Kyrie. That's fine. You could say fuck Kyrie all you want, but is there eight people better than Kyrie Irving, Kyle? 
Nah, fuck Kyrie. You're such a fucking cuck. That is disrespectful, though. <laughs> CBS Sports top point guards in the NBA. They went from 22 and up. Shall I go from 22 and up? Nah, just go one all the way to... Let's go to 10. Steph Curry, Luka, Ja, Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Chris Paul, James Harden, Drew Holiday, Kyrie, Jamal Murray. And this Drew is Holiday? Making... The Drew fuck? Holiday. And this is the That's argument... All... Go ahead. That's a, who they have Drew Holiday over Kyrie? Yes. Are they on crack? That's what I'm saying. They have Jamal Murray at 10. Everybody's like, well, Jamal Murray's good. Well, if they're basing this list of Kyrie because of availability, Jamal Murray missed all of last year. And, and not to mention, the people that are behind Jamal Murray, you tell me yes or no, and I'll also say yes or no if he's better than these players. Jamal Murray, is he better than Shy Gilly, just Alexander of the Thunder? Maybe I would say. I'd probably lean yes. Yeah, I'd lean towards that he's better. Fred Van Vliet? No. I would I don't honestly I would say I would say Jamal Murray is, is better, but Van Vliet is underrated though. Right, but Jamal Murray, like prior to the bubble, he he like he had a great run in the bubble. That that's a couple years ago. Who gives a shit about the bubble? Yeah. I so I still think I would think Jamal Murray to me is better than Van I would take Van, Van Vliet over Jamal Murray. Darius Garland. I wouldn't go with Jamal right now, but it wouldn't surprise me if Garland, Garland. would take them now. Ben Simmons. Well, Ben Simmons just a walking dipshit, so. I mean, Ben Simmons, all he can't do is shoot. He plays better defense than Jamal Murray, and he's a better facilitator. This is point guards we're talking here. If Miguel were here, he'd be on my side on this. Oh, of course. That's fan. Miguel also thinks that Chris Paul is the best point guard in the NBA. <laughs> Shout out, Miguel. But, so, but, but, okay, well, let me. So, go from. Go from one down to Kyrie again. I want to see how, like, where I would put him. Kyrie. Yeah, where where I put Kyrie. So Steph is one. <clears throat> I would take Steph. Luca. I would take Luca. Ja. I would take Ja. Damian Lillard. Remember that it's guy made t- top seventy-five over Kyrie Irving. I would probably take Lillard over just because of less headache. And again, and again, Damian Lillard missed almost all the season last year as well. Yep. So who's after Lillard? Trey Young's not even better than Chris Paul, and he's right ahead of Chris Paul. Trey Young? I would take Kyrie. Nope. Chris Paul? It's close. I, 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 I would say I, I, I would take him, but it just feels like. Not that it's maybe his fault, but it's feel like somehow his teams always manage something goes wrong at some point. You talking about Kyrie? I, I, no, for uh, for Paul, like whether it's like injuries to like him or somehow they lose, you know, something goes wrong with with them. I would go though with with Chris Paul, but again, to me, remember the bias of me hating Kyrie. James Harden. I still look at James Harden as a shooting guard though. Even yeah, though he can, facilitate. He, he can facilitate. He can. I would go with Kyrie over him. Drew Holiday? Fuck no. Okay. Next. <laughs> now, I still want to go through this list that they said Jamal Murray's better than because there's some people on here. It's like, no, he's not. Oh, excuse me. Is Jamal Murray better than Lamella Ball? No. 
Kyle. That, but I'm just, just because well, Lamelo, he's I wouldn't. I would put right now. I to me, you can make an argument either way. I think after this season, Lamelo though will go, you know, way up. Lamelo already is past him. Now, now, now the rest of the people here, I would probably say yes. Cade Cunningham, yes, he's better than Cade. Oh yeah. CJ, I'm assuming that CJ is CJ McCollum. Why listen at point guard because there's no other CJ I can think of. I'm gonna go with yes. Marcus Smart, yes. Tyrese Maxey, yes. Tyrese Halliburton, yes. Jalen Brunson, yes. De'Aaron Fox, yes. But I also don't think that De'Aaron Fox is worse than Brunson, Halliburton, Maxie, Smart. Um, I-, I think he should be right above Cade. That's where he should be on the list. Fair. All right. Interesting well, decisions. It is, but lists. we have a lot to go through on Monday. We should do, because the NBA season is quickly approaching, we should do our predictions on Monday. You think no? Well, for the whole season and all that, because yeah. when when does the when does the season actually start for the NBA? It was three weeks from this Tuesday, two okay. days. Ago. It was three weeks from then. Well, since we like a lot of NFL, maybe do that on Thursday. Maybe well, let's do it on Thursday. Yeah, next let's Thursday. Do let's do it. Yeah, let's do that. On th- that ankle hurt. That would, <laughs> but yeah, boo boo ankle broke it. But yeah. <laughs> I, I would go. I would go. Yeah, let's go Thursday instead. Yeah, we can do you know focus on you know the football and all that Monday. Slightly less football Thursday. Talk about NBA Thursday. All right. Well, again, a reminder that we're going to have Zach in two weeks to break down hockey, free fantasy hockey league. I'm going to pass on that because the yeah. hockey fantasy I'm, sounds very complicated. Yeah, I've never done it, and even though I'm a big hockey fan, I do not want to. <laughs> I I would I would. I'll talk to Zach about it, see how complicated it really is. But then again, Zach is a big hockey junkie that comes with nature of being a Canadian. True. Eh. Eh. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Father, TJ, safe travels when you guys head back to Fort Myers. Everybody in Florida, pray for you. Hard times don't last, but bad guys and gals do. Most definitely. All right. I'm Robbie. That's Kyle. We're back on Monday. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Friday. Enjoy the weekend. We'll be back here live on Twitch on Monday. Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You'll hear us again on Tuesday. We are out.